Welcome to the LGBT Consortium podcast. Consortium supports LGBT plus groups, organisations and projects across the UK so that LGBT communities in need have access to the best support possible. This podcast series will be taking a deeper dive into the issues that matter to the LGBT community and finding out more about our members and the work they do. Hi, welcome. I'm Leila. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the Equity Fund Project Officer in the engagement team for Consortium. Paul, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, uh, I'm Paul Roberts. I'm the Chief Exec here at LGBT Plus Consortium, and my pronouns are he, him. Awesome. So today, this is a bit of an introduction to the Equity Fund. We're hoping to do a series all about the Equity Fund. So today, we're going to be talking a bit about the background, kind of the reasons why we wanted to do this fund. And then in the future, we'll be talking to some of our community collaborators, other people from the engagement team, and to kind of give you a great sense of the timeline of the Equity Fund and where we hope to go in the future. So it would probably be a good idea to start in the beginning. Pooh, what is the Equity Fund and how did it come about? Big questions right off the bat. Let's oh, go. I thought you were going into the, the sound of music lyrics to begin with there. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 Consortium, we've been delivering onward grant funding for about four years now. Um, have distributed about a million and a half um, pounds. Um, and what we've, we, we, we've increasingly found is that we know that there are particularly in, uh, intersectional parts of our communities and those doing really targeted work that are under-resourced, which means that they might see funds are available, but might not have the resource to be able to apply for those funds or might not ever see that those funds existed and so we really wanted to kind of think quite cleverly about this about how we could change that dynamic so we didn't fall into this traditional funder trap of we've got a fund open it's open for th- uh, for four weeks it shuts we make decisions that's it this is about creating a program of change so not just about the money obviously the money is good we all mm-hmm. need the money um but also about how you support organizations to change that dynamic so it's not just about those organizations who are in the know that will get to know about the money but we also knew that we really had to think about this in terms in the framing of who's around the table and who's not around the tables that um, when it comes to our funding decisions um so we decided to decided to just start from scratch again really um took a step back and said right let's just get a group of uh, a cross um, section of our our membership who are focused on some of the areas we'd identified uh were being funded less um and just see where it takes us, uh, which is what led us to the Equity Fund eventually after about 18 months. (laughs) Amazing. And it's kind of been working with those people from the beginning to kind of set this up step by step. So from the tech side of things, building the dashboard, the application forms, right down to how decisions are made. Oh, absolutely. It makes me smile every time. I really love the fact that it truly is a participative fund. Mm. Um, Every element along the way um, has been co-designed and co-produced with our community collaborators, uh, now our community panels as well. Um, So we know it's a a program that um, resonates from within the communities that we're looking to fund, uh, which kind of makes it super, super exciting. And I know other funders are looking at this as well going, oh, 
how are they doing this? This is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Can can we kind of um, then take some of what they're learning um, and help amplify that? So I really do hope that this is this is just the beginning, but absolutely, it's totally driven by communities. And it really is kind of step by step. What can we do? What can we change? What can we adapt? And we've we've already seen and the fund hasn't been open for very long, only a couple of months. And we're already tweaking things from down to wording, things behind the scenes. It really has been kind of from the offset. Let's kind of see where it goes, take the feedback. And yeah, it, it's been fantastic. And before we kind of jump the gun, it would be amazing just to get a little bit more of that background around kind of how the community collaborators came about. So what what organizations, what were they saying? What do they need from this fund? How does it need to be different? So we knew we had to start somewhere. So um, this was in August of 2020. I mean, to cast my mind back because time is such a blur when it comes to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had already been distributing some emergency money for the National Emergencies Trust. We'd already distributed money previously for the Government Equalities Office, um, plus a, a, another small um, intersectional fund. Um, and we, so we already knew some of the organisations who weren't likely to be applying, who we could reach out to. And so we brought around 25 organisations around a table. And we were very honest that this was just a a, a round table, uh, just to share ideas and to hear from them. We did very little talking. uh, And we were there to just sort of absorb um, and and provide the the capacity to be able to then think about the actions that came um, from that round table, because we were adamant we weren't going into it just to be a talking shop. And really, that led to so many more conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, It was such a privilege to be in that room um, and get such a cross-section of views about organisations' perspectives of funding and how well, actually so many of them couldn't access funding and the reasons why and actually what we could be doing as a new funder to tackle some of that um and so we kind of that's what drove drove us from from the 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 offset with this and we used that as an opportunity to leverage some of the the relationships we have with other funders um and we are really kind of quite lucky and thankful that the national Austria community fund were interested uh in working with us and partnering with us uh to explore this further so they gave us a development grant um for for a six-month period and we brought on um uh, it was tyron tyron from deaf rainbow uk who worked with us for a three-month period of that six months um to do some more of the community consultation to look at some of the the challenging aspects of being a participative funder Mm. um and uh pull together all of the evidence, the data that we were gathering, because there was so much rich um, rich material that we, we suddenly had access to, um, but also then create an implementation plan. So we, we used that community expertise that we had around the table um, for them to provide us with the case studies, with data, the evidence, which we paid for as well. So we weren't expecting anybody around the table to be providing information for free because that just didn't st- that would not have started a participative process very well. Um, and that created uh, what is now known as the LGBT uh, Futures Equity Fund Implementation Plan. Very exciting title, <laughs> I can tell you. But it created those solid actions of this is what we can truly do. We And then with the lottery, we said, this is what we need to do. Um, and then after a long time of negotiating, um, 
they they gave us this this pot of money to redistribute um and but absolutely it has been driven by our communities and will continue to be driven by the communities we are just a conduit to enable that to happen yeah absolutely and kind of being able there to facilitate panel meetings to kind of be there to hold these conversations is amazing especially because people feel confident enough to kind of say their opinion without any any fear we can we can go behind the scenes and make those tweaks and we're really excited with this podcast series to go ahead and bring on those community collaborators bring on some of the panel members to get their opinion in on all of this because it, it wouldn't be in the same without them and, oh yeah it wouldn't be. And this is where I want to ask you a question, Leila. Um, so obviously you came into this um, a little later down the line, just mm. prior to the launch. So from your perspective, coming in as the, the project officer for this, um, how was it for you stepping in? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So stepping in, it was kind of with this plethora of information ready to be digested you know we, we often call, call things the handbook of the equity fund so it was just amazing to kind of come in with not only so much information and so many resources and contacts so we've got many community collaborators that can be there for sense checking for giving us feedback on things but also a lot of flexibility which is what makes this fund so different so kind of nothing is a given and it was just incredible to step into this thinking okay well we've got a lot of the research behind us and we've got all of these incredible different communities to be able to go to and let's just see what happens so it was such a different way of working and it was amazing just kind of bouncing off different people all their different perspectives and so when I started we were creating these community panels and it was just incredible hearing kind of the passion behind why people wanted to join, kind of why the funding system is somewhat broken or needs to be updated or needs to be fixed. And going from there, building it together. So although we had that, you know, development stage before I began, developing things as we're going, which was so exciting because we're just constantly changing and adapting. So for me, that was just amazing to be part of that launch be part of getting getting the community panels together but thinking okay we, we know the general direction we've got to give some money out we've got to support people in many different ways but how we do it is really down to the people that are going to be giving taking the funds so for me it's just been a journey of loads of different spider webs little rabbit holes they're the words that we're using a lot it's, <laughs> it's down these little trails it's finding you know small organizations that we haven't heard of before and thinking oh wow we we didn't know you exist you're doing incredible work and now we can kind of support you in a way that fits you best so we're not just giving you money but we can say if you want to talk about just chat about your project if you want to chat about getting yourself fund ready we can we can take it step by step so that freedom for me was absolutely essential in making sure that this fund was different so for me it's been a whirlwind of excitement and you can probably tell that I'm still 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 on a high from from joining thrown into the thick of it from day one <laughs> I love it um so uh, this is obviously an intro uh um podcast about the equity fund and um we're we're going to hear more from community collaborators in the future but I noticed that we have talked about community panels a fair bit in the last mm -hmm. 10 minutes so just wondering if we could give a quick 
overview of what those what the community panels are for what their what their purpose is because they're such a critical element of this program yeah absolutely so the community panels are panels from i think four to about eight people and these community panels represent the different communities of focus that will be applying to the fund so we've got five different panels and within those panels of course there's intersections and crossover but we've we've built these panels and working with them to give that community voice so as consortium staff we are going to have some bias when looking at applications naturally so what we need is the actual communities themselves reviewing the applications so their job is to review the applications to give us feedback and they're also helping us kind of develop that guidance that goes along with the fund so they're helping us tweak the eligibility they're helping us tweak our outreach so they've been involved in so many different ways that's been fantastic but they are essentially the decision makers and we're here just to facilitate that so we can kind of do the behind the scenes arranging the meetings but ultimately the decision is down to them which is just incredible because we've had our first meeting and so far they have been um, incredible at just just getting it and I think that's something that maybe I didn't anticipate how much they were just spot on with everything all of their considerations and all of their pointers because obviously they're different panels there's going to be some crossover but the considerations for each of the different panels has meant that we can really go back consolidate that information and be kind of tweaking our outreach and how we word things because obviously these different panels they've got so many different barriers physical barriers so having these representatives in a room together uh, it's just been amazing to watch and yeah watch the space there's there's many more conversations to come on it, oh, I think. you're making me very excited to listen to the <laughs> the, the the next uh, of the podcasts on the on the equity fund um because it's yeah it's so important that, that the focus moving forward is going to be on our community panels our community collaborators so I'm really really excited to hear those views but for those uh people who are listening now and kind of want to find out more about the equity fund uh where can they find that info there are so many different avenues. So on the consortium website, there has its own dedicated equity fund page. You can also email us um, at grants at consortium.lgbt, or you can come to one of our fund drop-ins. So if you contact us at grants, then we can give you the information where you can have a chat. Or if you want to have a look at our homepage, there is loads of information out there. But we're always down for a chat. We can put in one-to-ones. You can come to our fund drop-ins. So it's kind of whatever works for you. Very, very exciting. Um, oh, it's been an absolute pleasure kind of starting the conversation about the equity fund and and like i say very much looking forward to to the next in the series yeah absolutely we we hope that we set the scene for you but there's there's a lot more to come and we'll get a clearer picture as we go along but it's always evolving so paul thank you so much for coming today and for the background behind the equity fund it's been great to chat thanks to you too Thank you for listening to the LGBT Consortium podcast. You can find more about what we do from our website, consortium.lgbt, and on social media at LGBT Consortium Everywhere. Mm-hmm.